right, hey everybody, what's up? It's a new episode of Wine Before Nine, yes. and I'm your host, Amini Imani. Thank you guys for tuning in. And I just want to shout out all the listeners because let me tell you, you know, I've been solo now for a couple of episodes, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, the numbers might, but we've been doing more numbers uh, since I started hosting the podcast <laughs> by myself. So shout out to me. <laughs> <laughs> You know, guys, congratulations. Yes. And um, I'm gonna keep, you know, building and going strong with the podcast. Y'all, this is my trial month of dropping an episode every Wednesday. And so y'all hold me to it. Also, make sure y'all email wine before nine at gmail.com. We like to get in your business. Maybe you can get in mine. I'll let y'all know. <laughs> you know, I, we gonna keep it at a you know a little grace, a little handheld mic with that. But um, let me introduce my guest for today. Very funny comedian. Uh, you seen her all over TV. Uh, she was just in BET Hustle in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. She also hosts a monthly show called Mascara and Spliffs mm-hmm. at the Brooklyn House of Comedy, which is dope because that's a black owned venue. Right. Y'all, please welcome my homegirl. Eva Evans in the building. Hey. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you for coming. That's exciting. And you know, I always tell my listeners how I treat my guests on my podcast. Yes, real very right. good. So she pulled up, uh, got some Jollof rice. Got some nice West African food. Listen. Some good Trader Joe wine. Yeah, okay. Oh, yes. That's what we sipping on. You know, I always Trader gotta, Joe Cabernet, honey. I done re-upped on I my Trader Joe's uh, three-buck chuck. We sipping on Cabernet Sauvignon. Mm-hmm. And I got a full thing, so the next couple of guests going to have a good time with right. us too but i'm also about to go to cali so i'm gonna have some podcasts out in cali so look forward That's to that lit. yes 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 so anyway it's nothing but up from here okay y'all mm-hmm. we having a good time we sipping wine mm-hmm. and Before i nine. just asked eva i was like hey like what's off limits for the conversation nada. She said, nada i'm an open book baby okay open book no drawers wearing no joke <laughs> came in here with no panties on <laughs> yo no panties <laughs> Pull the pussy like, out. You do that's that all it. the time. She's like, time. yeah, that's. She said it running the family. Mm-hmm. I just want to let y'all know that's that's generational. None of the women no in my draws. family wear drawers. Okay, thank you. You know, and that's just it's funny what things are pulled past down. It's but that's, so funny. That's one of the things. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you. I was on the five chain for an hour and a half. Ooh, but baby, that's here. why I got you dinner. I, <laughs> I realized, like, listen, it's all about reciprocity. You yeah. you come to Harlem, I got you food. Thank and some you. Wine, and I we gonna have a good time. Um, I like to start the podcast off with you know a fun fact. So tell the people. A fun fact about yourself, you know, what people like find interesting about you or want to know more of, you know what I mean? So, it's, you know how we think about ourselves and we like, right. ah, we just kind of regular. But sometimes when you say things like if I say I'm from Atlanta, people are like, oh, you're from Atlanta and they want to uh-huh. know more. Or I got a twin sister. They're like, okay. oh, you got a twin sister. So just yeah, tell that, us that something. Is, that is cool. Yeah. Tell us something that people like want to know more about you. Okay. Um, I guess as a kid. I played the piano for eight years. Wow. Okay. But I can't remember even a chord now. Isn't that Damn, crazy? You can't I was play like recitals. I was like really into it. And then now I don't even remember not even one note. Wow. Damn. That's sad. My mother wasted a lot, all her money on the lessons. I mean, I don't know. That gives me some kind of hindsight. Because I was like, maybe I should put my son in piano. And no, do it. Me. No, do it. Do it. Do it. I do mean, it. he just can't be growing up talking about, <laughs> I don't know, not a chord, not a note. I, and I'm be like, nigga, I know some receipts that I could show your ass. <laughs> <laughs> My mother spent bread on that, and it was like private tutoring. Yo. For what, years. Do you at least have videos at these recitals? Yeah, hell okay, yeah. Okay, well, that's all oh, that My matters. mom recorded all of that. So when you get big, you're going to pull, I love, I like, you're going to mm-hmm. pull your videos out, be like, yo, from day one. Day one was a performer. In my heart. Right. On a piano, chords, nigga, check me. <laughs> you know what I think it is? I think what it did was open the gate to my creativity. So maybe mm-hmm. I don't, I 
am not musically inclined anymore. Right. right. But I probably wouldn't have been a comedian if I didn't open the gate with the piano. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some of those things are important. That's why, honestly, my son isn't really great at a lot of stuff, but I put him in it anyway, Mm -hmm. just so he can establish, like, some type of character. And also, I feel like the more you do, the more you realize what you don't want to do. Right. And et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so you was a pianist. Okay. That's cool. Pianist? Pianist. I never could say that, because I always say it was penis. Oh. (laughs) I just go straight to, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Straight to the dick. Right. (laughs) I can never say that properly. Yeah. So, okay. Well, let's Stick to what you know. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, what did I, I? I played in the band. I did a lot of stuff, and I honestly, you're right. I I couldn't. Right. I can tell you what like a half a note is, what a whole note is. You know, crescendo, yeah. descendo. Like uh, you know more than me. I think the half note is the uh, one with the dot underneath or something like that. Ah, uh, I think the half note is 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 filled in. And then the whole note is it's oh, open. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, all right, cool. We ain't gonna do no quiz. Right. <laughs> we ain't gonna get we difficult. Both, we both we I would have definitely failed. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> also, like, I don't know. Like, I do audio stuff. That's what I did mm-hmm. in college. And so, like, nice. I probably know half of the stuff I learned in college. But Oh, yeah, I, I don't even remember college. Yeah, I do. It's a blur. Yeah, what school did you go to? St. John's and Queens. Oh, okay. Red Storm, Big Up Jamaica, Queens. Okay, that sound like you need to forget that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was barely on campus. Girl, the school is in Jamaica, Queens. I was fucking with niggas from Southside, like, yeah. <laughs> skipping class. Like, oh fuck, my, yes. No With way. mad hood niggas, like, yes. Wow. I ended up, yeah, I ended up losing housing because I was on campus wilding. Like, oh, but you know what? They they do that. In the beginning of the college, they say, look to your left, look to your right. One of them niggas going to be gone. And mm-hmm. I guess you was one of them niggas. That I was, was gone. Gone. <laughs> gone. <laughs> wilding. But gone you get wilding. too much freedom. Yeah. That's what I say. I feel like for me, because my mom in high school wasn't around as much, we already kind of wild out then. Mm. So by the time we got to college, at this point, we was just really trying to like right. step up to the plate and be like, yo, we going to succeed no matter what. And I feel like I should have went away to school. Because yeah. like, I'm in, my, I'm in the hood like 30 minutes away from the crib. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm still it's like catching a train down the street and you like, well, it's a still, it's the same shit. Different, you know, different, different so it's like the same shit I was carrying on in high school and just... It's gonna be amplified in college. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you know, top of the podcast, I like to get in people' business relationships. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So what's your relationship status? Single, single, single. Single for the past four years. For the f- four years. Single? My last relationship ended April 11, thousand fifteen. Oh wow! You remember that like it was oh, yeah. a wedding date? Mm-hmm. Was it like a tra- traumatic yeah. breakup? How long were y'all together? Two years. Two years. Okay, that's not really like, I guess, I mean. Yeah, it's all right. It's I feel like, like now that I'm older, two years is like nothing. nothing. But like, I guess at that age. Right, so like from 21 to 23, I was with him. Right, so yeah, that felt like the whole end of the world. Mm-hmm. That was like all you had. <laughs> so, was so why did y'all break up? All right, so he, we were, he proposed to me. Oh, did you like do one of them? No, thank you. No, I told him, okay. th- I said, yes, girl, I was in love. Mm-hmm. He did it in front of my family. Yeah, he asked for my family's, like, blessing and everything. So I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, you know, I was super hype. And then five, we were engaged for five days. Five so, days. So on it, he proposed Easter Sunday. We were in Jersey at my, my mother's house, my grandma, cousins, everybody was over. That was Easter Sunday. By the following Saturday, I checked Facebook, and I see this DM, like, oh, yeah, I heard y'all niggas is getting married. Basically, he was having a baby. She was five months along. And she reached out to you to let you know. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then what she said to him was like, you can marry that bitch. I'm still having a baby. I mean, obviously, she was five months along. You really yeah, can't. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's not, it's yeah, she's like four or five months. Yeah. But for him not even tell you about this. Right. And then y'all was in a relationship. Yeah. So obviously, you just dodged the bullet. So I asked him. Point. I was like, when were you going to tell me? Right. And he was like, oh, after the wedding. Uh- 
I swear that's when what you, you said. you couldn't turn back. When, Bitch, I would have found a way out of that. Yeah, well, I mean, the only thing for me is like, clearly when you go through a divorce, it has to be like a separation. Right. And you got to get lawyers and all that dumb stuff. So I would have found the money. Yeah, you would have had to I do I would have found you, a way to get the fuck away from him. Damn, a whole baby. And I was like, and I was just about to turn 24, like my first real relationship, my first time being in love. You thought you was all set. Yes, and what time did he have like a career? Was he, uh, making- he was a plumber, but plumbers make good money. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. And Don't that's the thing that, that really bugged me the fuck out because I was working at Showtime. Yeah. And Showtime, um, I remember the NBA final, no, All Star Weekend was in New York, 2015. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or was it 14? Well, one of them years, um, NBA was in, finals was in the city. And I was working at Showtime, and I got a side gig. Yeah, doing so you, some PA work okay. for the NBA Fit. And I'm not gonna say homie's name because he's still on. A, you know, he's still playing. He's still popping. Okay, but he had tried to talk to me. Wow, look at that! And I was like, no, Ooh, I'm in love. Faithful, faithful. curve the NBA player just to find out five months later that, that you should have not. You should have show a hundred percent full blown interest in this NBA yeah. player. I'm like, yo, I curved a millionaire for you, bro. Oh, but you know what? That's and not that, mm-hmm. people. People look at people being single, right? But it's stories like that that's like you really do gotta appreciate being right. single because it's always gonna be an option, and you never know which one is your best one. Right? So you closing in on something that might be like mediocre, and then you got a whole another situation over here. You gotta just play the field. People are like, oh, you still single? Oh, it's sad. And it's like, nah, I'm waiting for that shit. Right. I'm waiting for right that upper echelon. Okay. I'm exactly, waiting for that caviar relationship. And that's why I am the way I am today. That's why right. I'm like. Okay, Okay, if a nigga's not bringing bread, yeah. like, cause I'm like, I was struggling with you. You was a plumber. Like, wow. I curved you a millionaire was, for you. So yeah. now I'm just like, yo, if you're not, if you ain't got that bag, right. I'm not fucking no, with you. Because if you. you're gonna, if I'm gonna get hurt regardless, yeah, it might as well be, might as well, on a cushion of a, a pile of money. And you know what's so crazy? Another thing too, girl, right? Yeah. So when I found out about his baby, Karushi had just found out about Chris Brown. It was wow. around the same time. And, and Karushi, look Karu- at so the TMZ caught Karushi in a Lambo. Yeah. Crying, yeah, you were- bitch. I was on a tool train crying. <laughs> and I that- said, "Look at this shit. We in the same motherfucking situation." situation. But I said, "Never again. I'm never fucking with nobody who doesn't have bread." But you were on that local ass tool train. I was on a tool train crying. She was a, we in a Lamborghini. The same situation. I'm we sure both feel the same thing. The tears feel better in a Lamborghini. Okay, that's all I'm saying. That's why I said, you know what? If men are men across the board, yeah. I'm going to be very picky. If you don't got that bag, you can call me all types of gold diggers. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can't at the end of the day, get mad at that. I cannot get mad at Beyonce that. Beyonce got cheated on, and the bitch who was a husband, married to a janitor got cheated on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They both doing the same shit, but somebody got more money than others. So yeah. I, if I'm going to go through the same shit, I'm fucking with money. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And I can't blame you for that, girl. That is hilarious. I did that love, for love shit. Yeah. Didn't work out. And it's just, you know. Money and I, straight. I take my hat off and I, I we talk about a lot of relationships on the podcast. So like a couple of weeks ago, we talked about like polyamorous relationships. Then we had somebody <laughs> who was married. Then we had people who like... Uh, just don't believe in love at all. Like I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. So we all have different types of situations, but ultimately I feel like one way don't work for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, marriage can be the goal for some. And then, but I think it's like, pushed on women especially Absolutely. these days as something that we should hold as like a sign of success when oh, it's just yeah. like you could be in a marriage and not be happy you could be alone you could still be doing the dumb shit you know what i'm saying taking care of people so mm-hmm. i just i feel like if you know what works for you and what you want like i'm people, not gonna label you right. a gold digger because you like i'm not gonna be on the two train crying off no nigga no right more. exactly That's i'm done I'm with saying. that you i'm done with you that can't do that and to me like with, with marriage thing mm-hmm. I, I feel like people like they call like somebody a baby mother like it's like derogatory or something. 
I don't see nothing wrong with being a baby mother. Like I don't. I would love to experience motherhood, mm-hmm. but I necessarily don't believe in marriage. Like, yeah. so I don't see why I have to say no to one because I because I right. I don't want the other. Well, I know for me when I became a single mother, it was something that wasn't like you know something planned. Like no, but single mother and baby mother are two different things though. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mind, like, we co-parent great. I know some people who co-parent right. great. Got you. My okay. mother was a I single mother. She had no one to call. Right, I didn't even right, know who right. my father was. Right, right, right. I, I knew who he was. I didn't well, know I'm where he was. I'm just saying the connotation right. of being a mom without marriage right. is something that people view as negative in All general. the time. So when I called my family to tell them I was pregnant, it wasn't nothing that was praised. And after a while, I had to stop telling people and just keep it to myself. Right. And I was like, I'm going to raise my kid regardless. And then, honestly... It's crazy because now I see other people in situations and I'm like, well, they just as much as a single mother as me. But you know, right. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to judge and, right. and feel like I'm better than them. But I'm just saying it's ironic that this is the idea placed on my life versus what their actual life is. Right. And they still marry. But, right. you know, right. sip, sips wine. Right, right. But I'm not, against, I'm, not, I'm not against marriage, but I feel like it's like a fairy tale. I mean, if it. You know, if yeah. it happens for me, it happens. If it well, doesn't, I feel doesn't. like if you're building, I know a lot of people, um, you know, like I had Vaughn on the podcast and she talked about, you know, not being married and then what it meant to lose a spouse and then not be married and how it hurt and hindered their situation mm. as opposed to health. So sometimes you think about marriage as like, yeah, you want to be in love, but also like it could be a business thing. So where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you have to hold accountability for them. They have to hold accountability for them. If you look into it, tax write-offs are different. Right. So, like, sometimes it, it works. And I'm like, by by any means, do what works for you. Right. But let's not make it seem like everybody has to be in exactly. situation. Um, so, in the first uh, list of relationship topics, I want to get into... Woo, boy, it was a story on the YBF about a woman who allegedly tried to kill a man after he stood her up for a quote-unquote <laughs> dick appointment. Oh, wow. Um, and... You know, I had my own questions because I'm just like, well, you know, I didn't want to jump to conclusions, right? Like, I didn't want to just be like, yo, she wildin'. I was like, maybe I ain't had this dick. Maybe this dick is the best dick she never had in her life. And maybe she worked, you know, double shifts, six days a week. That was the only day off. And this nigga didn't show up. That's a trigger. That sounds like a trigger. So I tried to show compassion for this woman here. Uh But um, is it ever that serious? Let's talk about times that... We were very angered by mm. being stood up. Can you think of a moment where you remember being stood up and you like, yo, I want to I want to kill somebody. But apparently she took it in her own hands to do that. But have you ever been in a situation where you were stood up yeah. to where you were you could have been angered to think of that? At least <laughs> I don't know about that angry, but right. I de- I've definitely been stood up before. And it was twice by the, by the same guy. Damn. And both times he fell asleep. Oh, I'm just like, bro. That's the lamest lame. excuse. Well, I smoked and fell asleep. I'm like, all right, whatever. Cause I, so, with that being said, uh-huh. if he says I smoked and fell asleep, is there a time that you could show like a little bit of, you know, um, like compassion about like if they hit you up, like say if they hit you up right away, right yeah, like when they, they wake up, right. or the next day. Like, let's talk about those values. Cause I, I know a dude to be like, I fell asleep. But I had to text him for him to tell me he fell asleep. Right. No, so I that's like a that. different shift as yeah. opposed to him offering that excuse. So, like, tell us, like. Now, how- he hit me up immediately. He was like, oh, should I fell asleep? Because it was, like, five hours later. Like, I'm just like, bro, like, I'm good. Like, yeah. he's like, oh, there's a late night spot. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, because, mm. no, you know, like, you can't seem like. You can't seem too straight, but you don't want to be too flexible either. Because exactly. it's like, you'll take advantage. When you're always available. Right. Because he'll be like, oh, fuck it. I'll fall asleep all the time on this bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what like I'm saying? Like clockwork, nigga. <laughs> I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> so you can't let them be too, but you don't want to seem like you're not understanding. Yeah. So, so it's tricky. Right. Being a woman is it's always that, you know, you don't want to <sighs> seem to, especially being a black woman, but I don't want to come off as angry because that happens to me one time. Like I was talking to this guy. I really liked him. Yeah. He hadn't talked to a black woman in 10 years. So mm. I was his first black woman in 10 years. So he used to do some shit. I'm like, yo, I want to bark on this nigga. Yeah. But I don't, I, I, that's a lot of pressure on me because I'm the first black woman he's talked to in 10 years. Oh. I don't want to be the psycho for him to be like, you know what, fuck y'all bitches. That's how I was fucking with these bitches in the first yeah, place. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you so, shouldn't have took that on. Yeah. You don't take disrespect just because you feel like you have to represent. Absolutely not. And She then, told me that. The thing is, it's important to set your standards. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, with whoever you were dealing with prior to or even maybe in the future, they might deal with that, but that's right. not something that I'm on. And I've actually talked to dudes and you could tell that they're experience with black women is like the whole like nagging and attitude right, situation. And I didn't want to be that. But my whole thing is if me communicating to you how you should treat me is me nagging, then I don't want to fuck with right. you. Take a walk. It's right. time for you to just dismiss yourself yeah. out of my life. So, but I do realize there is a fine line of knowing who you're dealing with and meeting them where they at. So right. if they don't necessarily know how to treat you, you know, it's like a child, right? You right. tell them over and over and over, pick up your clothes, put right. them in your dirty clothes, go brush your teeth. So it's like, you, you going to be doing that a lot because it has to still be conditioned. Right. Um, let me see. When I was stood up, I was stood up. Ooh, this was a rough one. So we was like, boom, boom, like in it, texting, looking forward. Because I'm also a mom, and people don't realize, like, as a mom, you got to plan everything. Like, you got to plan when the dick imagine. go in, when the dick go out, <laughs> when it go to the side, when it cur. Like, it's, it's, you got to be real strict. Like, you got to have a oh, friend to come, right. like, yeah, spend a night, sis, 10 to 7 a.m., right? Like, it's that for me. And so, with this situation, I had my weekend off, my son gone. So I'm like, oh, eh, eh, we eh, shit. We right. Were, but I also had to work. So I work at night. So I'm like, yeah, I got a couple of spots. After I hit my spot up, I'm going to pull up. He was like, pull up, no problem. Boom. At the spot, we texting like maybe even while I'm on stage or off stage, whatever. You mm. know that situation where it's mm. like just keeping in communication. Right. So I skip all the way uptown, friend. <laughs> pull up. <laughs> Buzz the buzzer. Man. Man, <laughs> and nothing. Nothing. That I got is. in the building to this nigga door. Yes, I'm knocking on the door. Tight. Yeah, that, that's worse than mine. Yeah. At least I was in my crib. Yeah, <laughs> I'm outside of his crib. Mm. And so, I mean, it took a minute for me to process that it wasn't going to happen. Because, you know, sometimes in your mind, you like, nah, he this third not going to get it. And right. it's like, nah. So then I go home. And that's what I was talking about with the whole when they respond, they fell asleep. My G, I had to text this dude the next morning at like 10, 11 a.m. Like he didn't wake and up and he was like, oh, I was asleep, bye, bye, bye. No, we not about to do that. Yeah. So that was the last time that I even attempted to go over there. And um, honestly, you know what? Sometimes when you think back, you're like, ah, oh, that nigga didn't even deserve it anyway. Right. So you, that, it was all. That's you know, it. That was part of God's plan. But I was tight. I was tight. Of course. Because it was like my first weekend off. And it was just like, I ain't got no kid. And then honestly, like my apartment was free. So really, he should have been coming over there. But I was trying to be, you know, he, whatever. But <laughs> I was tight. So right. I just wanted to reminisce about times we were stood up. Because this woman tried to kill this man. That's crazy. Because he didn't pull up with the D that she was looking forward to. Damn, I don't think I'll ever want dick that good. I don't know. 
but my whole thing is too is when I hear stories about that, I just feel like it's reparations for women because niggas out here killing people all the time. All the time. So the minute a woman get a knife in her hand, you know what? Touche, and we always kill for a reason. Yeah, it's touche. That's why I said first thought was like, well, how bad did she want it, and how right. good was it? You know? Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, um, next <laughs> in the news, Rihanna uh, introduced her love interest to the family. And uh, okay. shout out to her because every time I see, you know, a black woman thriving uh, with someone of the, you know, not in our race, right. I'm like, you know, I'd be one to throw money on it. But <laughs> um, it just, I don't really get into their specific stories, but I always like to raise hypothetical questions. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing was like, how soon is too soon to introduce someone to your family? And we actually kind of was talking yeah, about talking this about a little the, briefly. Because mm-hmm. you could tell it's always different for a woman and a man, right? Always. Like women will wait. Like for me, I've dated several mm-hmm. men. And I'm not saying that like I'm a hoe, but I've dated several men. <laughs> well, my my case son is it. five now. Uh-huh. So I've dated several of men. Course. And I want to say out of all of them, maybe one has met my son. Mm-hmm. And we're actually still friends even after the breakup. So that's why yeah, you gotta be I careful was when you have okay kids. with him meeting him. But uh, when it comes to introducing, you know, your family to someone you're dating with, do you have like a certain standard? Do you think too soon is what like what what would you gauge? All right, and I was just talking to my mom about this on the weekend mm-hmm. because my ex-fiance, mm-hmm. um, he had dropped me off at my mom's house. My mom was like, oh, so your friend to come in? I was like, no. Like, that was when we was just talking. Right. I was like, nah, he good. He in, he in the car. He good. Yeah. And then when he asked me to be his girl, that's when I brought him inside. Okay. Because it's like, to me, it depends on your relationship with your family. family. Like, he, you can meet my cousins and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aunts, but uncle, like, whatever. But like, the woman that birthed me, yeah. th- that's on the highest, like, I put her, like, yeah, you have to deserve that. It's God and then my mom. Okay, boom. That's how, like, you know what I'm saying? She's right underneath God. Mm, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm, I look at my, like, my mom like she's everything. So, like, to me, her, like, to me, it's just not, not it's not willy-nilly like that. Yeah. So, it would take a long time. It would take a while. Or you would just have to be in a serious situation. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, especially seeing how my family is, uh, it would take a minute for me. Like, because my thing is, my family, we, we, whew, we lit. <laughs> We lit. <laughs> so it's like going to the movies with me. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like if you comfortable enough and we in the movies and you dealing with me being loud, laughing, talking, mm. throwing snacks behind my head, whatever the case, <laughs> then now you're ready to meet my family. Right. But you got to understand there's levels to my life. You know what I'm saying? And certain people I'm not going to be able to explain to you. You just going to have to know that this is what it is when it right. comes to dealing with me. So, right. um, I don't know. I feel like for my son, he don't meet nobody. Like and if I, had I kids, tell people, it would be probably even longer than my yeah, mom. I because tell people, kids, it's it's a lasting effect, man. That in and out. Well, most of the time, I have reason why people are meeting my son is because we friends. But if right. we're intimate and we're you know romantically dealing with each other, um, don't ask to meet my son. Right. You could you know some people chit chat be like how's little man and I'll be like okay he cool whatever like he doing good and certain people see pictures and videos but. Ultimately, I just feel like I need to set that precedence for him. Because mm-hmm. when he grows up and he's dating, don't be bringing... You, when the last time you see somebody? Right. So you need to make sure when you exactly. bring someone around me that it's someone serious, someone that you respect, and then that's what's going to flourish from there. That's, and I think that's why right. I'm that way with my son. Because even guys ask, like, yo, I mean, like, how you already think about a stepdaddy and we just on our first date? Right. My son ain't got <laughs> nothing. He has a dad. Right. That's his dad. You know? Got nothing it. to do with you. That don't have nothing to do with you. So don't be over here trying to be like, bah, bah, bah. But like my sisters, 
they could meet anybody because them like my best yeah, friends. You like, know what I'm saying? saying? Like certain family so members, like, I don't care. Like, yeah, let's join them. Let's right. roast them. Bring right. them around. Like, let's take, you know, but my I feel mom, like when it comes mm-hmm. to like my grandma, my mother, right. my father, people that I feel like, you know, it's time is of essence. You know what I'm right. saying? Because like, you know, they not going to always be around. But right. also, I'm not trying to waste my family's time exactly. and just meeting every Willie and Nelly, That's a fact. You know, so it's just kind of like that. Like, if we ain't got nothing to talk about about you, then you don't need to be meeting my family. Exactly. Lee. Shout out to Rihanna. <laughs> Bay is meeting a family. I hope it's but I serious. Like it. she, she um she met his family first. I think. Oh, okay. So that's when she probably was like, All yeah, right, she probably yeah, put the, pr- the pressure like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull up, pull up, pull up. <laughs> um, that baby gonna be so rich. Oh, uh, listen, he's a billionaire. And she's worth six hundred million. That yeah. baby's not gonna know anything about struggle. You know what? And I I think that's how it should be. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, I feel like yeah, people are poor and we struggling. But when you come into the world and automatically you believe in yourself, mm-hmm. like I read about some of these children growing up in celebrity houses, like from the age of three, they have a life coach that's teaching them how to, you know, like etiquette, hold your head up, confidence. Right, right. I feel like that's going to make the best type of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we hear about stories of people who have too much money and they take it too far. Right. But I feel like if you... The good thing about, like, especially Rihanna is she came from, you know what I'm saying? She right. came from somewhere to instill the values that it would be if you didn't have that. So right. I think that's going to be the benefit I'm happy for, for her. Listen. And her man look good. Listen. He look good. And that's the thing. Like, I'm telling you, like, I don't, people say it's superficial when you're trying to find somebody that look good. But my whole thing is also, like, we about to get old. And the thing is, I want to be, I want to want to fuck my husband. Exactly. My man. Right. I don't want to be like, oh, this nigga here, fine. And then you have to take care of yourself because you grow up, you get old, somebody taking care of you, I got to take care of my husband. Right, exactly. No, like you should have been taking care of yourself. Exactly. So now we can just live our life and turn up. Looks are not everything, but I definitely need to be physically attracted to who I'm with. And if you're putting time and energy and valuing how you look, more than likely, I feel like that might be on the healthier mm-hmm. scale than you not. And being depressed and sad and, you know, looking like a bum. Right. But that's a whole nother conversation. We can move on. <laughs> uh, I want to shout out to Dwayne Johnson. I just want to say he like my favorite actor. Really? You know what? People be hating on Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> no, but if he isn't anything, I will go see it. Let me tell you why. He's I grew such a up, cheesy actor to I me. I grew up watching wrestling. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> Lift up your eyebrow. And from that time, yeah. <laughs> he was on Masterclass with Oprah. Talked about his life, how he came from nothing, and now he's something. So I have nothing but respect for him. Mm-hmm. Some people be mad because it's like, oh, you know. But also, you got to realize some people are selling what they know people going to buy. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is. So if he doing that, making his coins, fine. But he just married his longtime girlfriend of 12 years. And, and that's what mother, I wanted right? to talk about. Yeah, she got like two kids with him or whatever. I ain't looking to those facts. And but you know what's so crazy? If she were a black woman, people like, oh, you a baby mother. You sitting there waiting on this nigga. Ah, ah. A white woman will have seven kids. Angelina, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt had 20 kids before they got married. Ain't nobody called them baby mother, baby father. Yeah. And and judge what they doing. Nothing. Well, that's but with black folks, it's like, yeah, I know, I know, but it's, it's always so mean that double us. standard of like us having to perform twice as better than anybody. And that comes with everything. Relationships. I'm telling success, you, if you was with a black woman, like, family, you was your baby mother for 12 years. Ah, 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 da, 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 da. And that's what I want to talk about. Would you wait 12 years to get married? Hmm. That's a long time. Yeah. You know what it is? 12 years that's three Damn, college son. that's experiences. a long ass time 12 years i'll say this um recently i had a friend 
And, you know, sometimes we look at like 10 years being too long. But my friend was dealing with somebody for 10 years. And I'm not going to lie. Everybody was rooting for her to like leave. Walk, sis. Mm -hmm. But then I had a different conversation with another friend who's been in. It's not as that long. But I was just like, well, what's the goal of your relationship? Do you see yourself with anybody else? And she was like, no. Mm. And I said, so why would you let him not marrying you right now be the answer for y'all not being together when mm. you said you don't see yourself with no one else? That's, so that I think a lot of for sense. me, it's the logic of like, if you know that this person is for you, you know, like just like with comedy, if you know comedy is your calling, mm-hmm. you can't give up after five years and be like, ah, that's it, that's all I got. Right, and it kind of goes the same. That's a good analogy, actually. I yeah, never thought about it, it like is. that. That's I, a really I think good about an- stuff like that because you know we get into our judgments. We be like, oh, I would never do. I, I, I. You know, yeah. we get into that. But then when you think about the things that you want and how long you've had to wait for it, it's like it's that same amount of time. But also it who you're dealing with might take them longer. Mm-hmm. So say have she been gone after the first or second kid, we don't know what her life would be, but now she's flourishing, married to the love of her life with her family. And she secured the bag. Let's not forget about that. I part. know, but 12 years, you'd <laughs> be like, secured ah, the bag. 12 he's years. Rich. 12 years. Damn, son. Could you wait 12 years? Uh, I don't know, listeners. We're gonna, we gonna give y'all this question. That's an yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure y'all uh, comment on this episode right. and let us know. Would you 12 wait twelve years, years for a ring? And what would this ring have to look like? That's what I'm saying. Woo! And then, like, would it just be a ring, or could it be a house and a car? But, but were we like on and off for those twelve years? It was just ah, straight girl, they, on. Everything was good. Since for they was going strong. Wow. So I wonder what what take, why does a man wait so long? Because it, it can't be his career because he was doing. You know what I will say is I know of another relationship to where it's like, OK, I see the potential in this person and I ain't going nowhere. And so that could be that could have been her motivation as well. Like, yeah. you know, we building something real, whatever. It could be 20 years. And oh, no, I know more power to them because like, that relationship shit. Like, I don't I don't even understand it. I don't get it. Yeah. I, I mean, it. I feel like the general consensus is people who are in relationships. It's like when you in it, you know, so you know, and you go with it. But then you have other people who are like strategic. And, you know, like you told me to read that book. And mm-hmm. so um, I talked about that like two episodes ago. I yeah. Like, I was reading How Tactics. Yeah, that's I, that's I the best Eva, book ever. She become, I'll be like, girl, whatever. Even, honestly, you need to cash out on that. Because sometimes when I talk to you, whatever you selling, I'll be like, I'm over here buying it. Like, oh, no, what? it's for real. I need to get sponsorships from a lot of shit. Like, even my waist training, people yeah. here like, yo. Uh, what kind of waist trainer you got? I'm like, you saw I'm, how quick I be buying anything. I, I be my like, followers bought my, no my waist trainer. So, um, whatever. But shout out to them. Listen, I don't know if I could wait 12 years, but also I don't yeah. know who that person would be to make me wait 12 right. years. You know, like what type of situation we on. And then these days, people spending a lot of money on weddings that they can't afford. I would Yo, rather. Me and my friend was just talking about that earlier. It's crazy. I would rather. I could see myself waiting twelve years until the fine time of like our money is good because I'm very specific about how I'm spending yeah. my money. And a lot of people be dropping thirty, sixty, a hundred thou on a wedding. That's a fact. And they still paying it back while they married. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing. I'm that. not doing that. If I can't drop this cash, this bag right now, then we don't need to be doing it. That's a fact. It. Either. I I, w- I want a small wedding. If I do get married, so I'm intimate, very small. Would you do destination? Yeah, because mm-hmm. it, it filters out a lot of people. Yeah, it filters them out. I'm telling you, it filters out the bullshit. Yeah, you know, it really people. does. Like, if you yeah. open bar, no nigga, go get you a bottle. I don't right, have time. Right, that's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. Um, next I want to get into these trending topics. Ooh, baby, this week was turning up about Jay Z. 
he uh listen ah uh, this i don't know if you know about it but he has now um put in some money to get partial ownership into an nfl team um making him the first black person to be an owner in the league's history which i think that alone should have people falling back on what he doing everyone's so mad at him i don't but everybody's so mad calling him a sellout saying that you know he did this in shame of Kaepernick and then some about him and Jermaine Depri have a conversation (laughs) and him telling Jermaine not to do what he did you know what that that be hearsay she said but but also my whole thing is the fact that even the fact that Funk Flex even posts that is corny to me okay right and how do you feel about him you know, putting in money into the NFL, becoming an owner. Do you feel like it's a shame to the black community? No. You, right. Okay. No, man. Talk about it. Talk about it. Well, Let we people have, know how you feel. All right. So, boom. When you look at the NFL ownership, all white men, mm-hmm. the first thing I say, oh, they need some color in there. Now, Jay Z trying to be that streak of color, and y'all still complaining. You can't please these pe- fucking no. people. Nope. I said that's one thing I noticed about a lot of black people. They're very hard to please. Yeah. One guy was like, "Oh, he should use that money to start his own NFL." The fuck are you talking about? But also, can we just think about? And this is what, okay, because I had this conversation about Oprah, right? Mm-hmm. All our lives, we love Oprah. We praise Oprah. She do the interview about Emma J. Now it's ah cancel Oprah. If she's consistently doing good shit for us, why would it be this one thing? That makes a break. And I think that's the part that I don't get with. Like, where's the same grace we give every last one of y'all bum-ass motherfuckers <laughs> to Jay-Z? But right. also, I don't see no problem with him securing the bag for his future. He already told y'all, listen, this is legends. This is a legacy for him. Yes. he's he want, His great-great-grandchildren are already wealthy. And that's how it should be. Yes. He wants, to, he wants to be black American royalty. And that's what he's aiming to do. And in the process, he's bringing representation to these places that we would never even be seen. But at. also, it's after the fact that Colin got his settlement. It's after the fact that he's done prison reform. It's right. after the fact that Beyonce created jobs for women after right. they get out. So my whole thing is, clearly, he's making tough decisions that are in line with the ultimate goal that you might not be able to understand, but you cannot call him a sellout for No, doing that's what such. I'm saying. Like, suppose, all right, I can understand if he owned the team and five years, you know, years later, Colin Kaepernick still has no job. Yeah. I couldn't understand people being upset. Like, yo, boy, like, I thought the whole reason why he was doing that was to... But, like, he's not even, like, it wasn't even 30 minutes yet. <laughs> Come, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. let's all relax Re- and see and what see happens. And see how things play and out. And then we can... I'm not saying don't be mad at him. I'm saying let's wait and see what he does. If he doesn't nothing... But also, I feel like y'all got to watch out how y'all watching other people spend their money. Because I'm going to just keep it right, real. thank you. Right. It's people that I see on my timeline. They just unfollow me. <laughs> buying $1,000 Gucci fanny packs, right? Mm-hmm. So now we sitting over here judging Jay-Z and what he do. But what y'all spending y'all money on? Fuckery. Is, and, and, and that's what I'm saying. So the same grace you give yourself when you're explaining the fuck shit you do, give to Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Just this one time and let's see how everything else is going to Let's fold. just wait and see. First of all, the man, we acting like... it's so crazy like i don't understand man the carters are literally black royalty dog right like his wife and him and his wife put on for the black community 
And everything they're going to do. Everything they do is to uplift us. But also everything they're going to do is not going to be perfect. You know what I'm no. saying? No. Like I remember Beyonce performed for that um, family out in, you know, Indian country. I don't want to be wrong about where mm-hmm. it was. But when I looked into the family, you know, they had a little corruption within their, their businesses that they had. Oh, right? really? Yeah. But my whole thing is I'm not about to shun Beyonce for doing her job. Right. I'm just gonna say, you know what? Sometimes you have to make those tough decisions. We gonna have to make those tough decisions for sure. I'm gonna have to make those and maybe tough decisions. Maybe because we're in entertainment, we've we're a little more a little different. Yeah. But people at home, yeah, people who like, you know, UPS is like they're they're gonna die but there. But this could be a they, they may not be able to see it. Situation yeah. of like you even having to go to work and no, 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 Right. And congratulations, Jason. So. That's how I feel. I'm, congratulations. When I saw the news, I immediately was elated. I was happy. I'm like, but every go black man. before that, Jay Z and Beyonce bail out this. Jay Z and Beyonce put their money to what? So everything praise, and then how we get here, and it's like a skirt. I don't see nothing wrong with it. I feel like black people will just be looking for something to talk about, mm. just be angry about. The only thing I will say that mm. I did not like what Jay Z did, and this is me being, you know, a Brooklyn resident. I can't. I moved to Brooklyn. When I was 16. Yeah. And I came to Brooklyn before the Barclays Center went up. Yeah. When I heard the Barclays Center was going up, I'm like, okay, it's going to be really hard for me and my folks to afford to live here. <laughs> Obviously. And it happened. Because yep. when the Barclays came, a f- fl- like white people flooded the borough. It's over. It's, it's over. over for Brooklyn. It's over. It's over. Like, if we you cannot look at afford- the statistics mm-hmm. for even just the most cost, like the highest cost of living in the United States, it's like L.A., New York, but Manhattan, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And Brooklyn is right like at the top of right. the list. Like, I've literally seen crack houses turn into Starbucks. Yeah. So yeah. it's, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's the only thing I will say that Jay Z did that. I was like, okay, guy, like, all right. Like, yeah. You kind of fucked us over with that. But, but, let's deal I, with but, that. but yeah, but I mean, that's separate from like, maybe he's going to try to redeem that with this. Yeah. We don't know. And then also you got to understand like your interests, right, might not be into property and real estate. Right. And he probably was thinking, this is going to bring jobs to Brooklyn. He probably wasn't even thinking, oh, right. shit, I must have put mad families out because of the gentrification. Yeah. He probably was thinking, y'all, this Barclays Center is about to be lit. They're going to have, they're going to need bartenders. It's going to be restaurants. There's going to be mad jobs for my people in Brooklyn. I don't know what where he was coming from with yeah. that. But I just know how I felt about it. Mm-hmm. How when I seen families having to leave their houses that they had for 30, 40 years. Yeah. But also, stop expecting these people to explain to you what they're doing with their life because y'all come with y'all lives and y'all don't have no explanation. So that's right. just my whole point. That's right. my whole point. Right. Um, <laughs> are you ready for the nerd girl fall? Okay. <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion um, officially pronounced that it will be a nerd girl fall. Out of, like, listen, hot girl summer, nerd girl fall. I don't know. I think... Hot Girl Summer ended when they came out with the Hot Girl Summer remix because that song I didn't even was hear it. Oh, it's tragic. Really? But um, I'm glad that she's promoting to stay in school even right. through the success. I think that's really great and important to see. She's, she's still in school, right? She's still in school. Yeah. She's at Texas Southern. Shout out to HBCU. I like Megan. Um, and she said that her declaration is just the upcoming Hot Nerd Fall. She's in school. She wrote that single while she was in school. And um, she's doing her thing. I think for me, I wish that a lot of celebrities would take on 
the value of promoting things that would be for the better of us because a lot mm-hmm. of times we are entertainment and i get it like we promote our looks we promote you know how good things can be but also know that you know you gotta have your house in order you, have you gotta to. have your finances in order you know like i tell people that all the time like yeah i'm a comedian first but I'm also a mother. Mm-hmm. I got a good credit score. My bills are paid. My house is clean. Mm-hmm. And I'm not out here trying to show triumph from some tragedy. Right. Like I'm I'm setting myself up. And especially like my kid, I'm setting us up for success in the future. I'm not here to just be all looks and glam and I rock star lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So that's why I want to shout her out for right hot nerd fall. But yeah, you, I you trying I, to start back school, sis? I, I I don't think my brain works like that anymore. Like, bro, like I <laughs> I could never go back to school. The, the thought gives me anxiety. Oh, I don't have the concentration anymore. Like my brain just works like any all my thoughts now are like in joke form. Set Do you punch. think this is gonna promote <laughs> other people to get back into school? Do you feel like the hot girl summer was taken to an extent that we didn't want to see? It was how nuts. you feel about that? People were having sex with vegetables. <laughs> People, I mean, it was fucking nuts, bro. I can't even look at a salad the same. I'm like traumatized. I'm, I mean, a whole fool's having flashbacks. You know wow. what I'm saying? <laughs> like, they took it too far. Son, they was fucking like, in Atlanta. In Yahood. Oh my god, they was fucking. You saw the video? No, I didn't see the video. Alexa Sky put a vagina, um, a cucumber in a porn star's vagina. Wow. At a party. Wow. And it was like fucking her with it. it was an in and out, in and out kind of wow. thing. Wow. Rubbed girl on her summer. clit. Rubbed on her clit and everything. Oh, okay. Two chains there. Um, YFN Lucci. Yeah. Uh, well keep that same energy for this hot right. girl nerds fall right. and y'all go and get these books i like megan because yeah we had nikki then we had cardi b mm-hmm. megan is a natural black woman natural as in like she her body standards like her body type is yeah. outrageous it's not unachievable okay like nikki you know what i'm saying right, and then right, she reps right. she's a proud black woman unlike cardi okay and I, I like both. I like all three of the women, but it's just, I noticed certain things. I'm like, okay, finally, a natural-bodied black woman mm-hmm. who is proud to be black. So wait, what you mean, Cardi? You don't think Cardi is proud to be black? She, she she's more. She's very. She leans towards her Latino side. Okay. And um, when you ask her, like I, I, I mean, maybe now she may admit to being black, but in the beginning of her career, my understanding was she was basically, oh, I'm Latina. Okay. And yeah. my mother's Caribbean. Okay. Right. But I'm Latina. So now you like, we got a real black But we have girl. a black woman who's like, okay. listen, this ass and titty and was not boy. And I'm a fucking, I'm a sister. Mm, so that's why I like Megan. And she's promoting education. Like I I mean, I mean, like, how can you not like a natural bodied, educated black woman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't like her, you're just a hater. Exactly. Something's wrong with and, you. And, and, yeah. You know, that's a lot of people, but. I mean, you don't have to listen to her right. music. But I'm saying not to like her. What like, she represents. This, yeah, right. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to be black And just show respect. Some people right. gotta realize that even if, like for me, I ain't knock a lot of women. I was just like, respect, secure your back, do your thing. Is that my take? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But however, I know that what I want for myself is not the standard. And I just want to check a lot of people that I know in my life who think that what they're doing in life is good, but it's meant for everybody else. That's not the case. You know what I'm saying? If somebody come and ask you for some tips, 100% give them advice. But don't be thinking that how you live in your life is the standard for how other people should live their right. life. And I just want to put that out there. Um... This is our second episode where I'm introducing what would you do? Ooh. Uh, what would you do if your son was at home? Okay. Mm-hmm, but ethics mm-hmm. and principle. And I just have a few questions to kind of like prick your brain. I like to see how people think. Um, first question. You're walking in a forest and you found a black suitcase. Ooh. Inside it holds a million dollars and a piece of paper stained in blood with a single word, don't. <laughs> would you take the suitcase home or leave it? 
Okay, so I would definitely take it home, but I wouldn't spend it for, I would give it about a couple months. You gonna be praying over the money? Yeah, because if someone comes, like, if somebody comes knocking my door with a, with a fucking you block, like, all million dollars I'm like, listen, here's your here shit. You go, keep it moving. Right. So I would wait maybe like six months and no one comes and claims that million yeah. in six months. They don't find out I got the bread. Right, right, right. I'm, I'm spending that shit. Yeah, honestly, I'm definitely taking a suitcase Yeah, I'm taking home. a home. It's too much money for me not right. to, Like my whole thing too is when I make decisions, it's like, well, how good is this story going to be if I do this or do that? And mm-hmm. I'm like, if I leave it, that's a boring story. Yo, one time I seen a million dollars and right. I ain't take it. Fuck out of here. My story need to be I took that million dollars, turned up, uh, and then I lost that my bitch. life. <laughs> Now, bitch owns Netflix. What are you right. talking about? Yes, yes, right. Now, Netflix is black I want owned. That side of the story. So, I don't know. I would be too curious and too way like preemptive to be like, I'm gonna leave this money and be. I'm not playing shit safe. Fuck out of here. My whole life. Right. So that was yeah. That was the first. Yeah, question. I wouldn't spend it immediately because you never know. Because if somebody, you know, you don't know if the camera, like you don't know who saw you take it. Yeah. Or who, or who, what lines draw back to you? So you still try to be safe, but also be like, right. I'm, I'm gonna cape. I'm out. gonna yeah. I'm gonna cash out, but I'm gonna wait before I cash out just to see if anyone comes back and be like, oh, it's my bread. All right. Next question: If you were the opposite sex for a month, how would you spend it? Oh my. <laughs> oh man, that would be fucking awesome. Yeah. I would get my dick sucked five times a day. I would, if I was a man, I would get my dick sucked five times a day. No bro. way. I would be out here wilding. I'll be getting head on the five train, the two train, the Q train. Yeah. I'll be wilding. <laughs> the Q train, the five train. You would- <laughs> I'm gonna need you to grow up and put these places in somewhere a little more stable than a moving fucking train. Son, I'm getting top, I'm getting wild <laughs> sloppy top everywhere. I'm fucking oh my God. I'm cause I, I feel like the penis looks so fun yeah. to have. You think so? It looks a lot. It looks okay. like a lot of fun. You know, there's no periods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just ah 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 boom yeah. boom plow 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 plow. It doesn't matter if it's hairy or you know what I'm saying? Like it, it is, it's not a big deal. Like I feel like that's so like to have a penis is so carefree and fun. Yeah. Oh man. Last question. What would you do if you found out you had twenty four hours to live? I would definitely go home to Jamaica. And that's it. Yeah, I would definitely want to die in Jamaica mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. For I sure. think for me, I would just do all the things that I know makes me happy. Yeah. Like I would go sing some karaoke songs. Nice. Call all my family up because I love my family. Like sometimes I'll be like, why am I so involved with my family? But my family no. is they my niggas. Right? Son, I love my family, bro. So like I would get up with my family. We play spades or some shit. Just real simple. Nothing mm-hmm. crazy. And then be like, yo, it's time to go. That's it. Maybe look back at some things in my life. I love to like reflect and be like, oh, you was here last year and now mm-hmm. you're not here. So I would do some shit like some right. shit like that. And then maybe try to find some place that I could make stand out for for as long as I don't live, right? So whether it's like build something mm-hmm. or create a fun, right? Or I don't know, some create a day, mm-hmm. right? Get the keys or some shit. Like, I would want that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank That's you for good. playing that game. What would you that do? That was fun. Yeah, I like I like stuff like that. I think I'm gonna keep that segment in the no, I podcast. Like, I like that. Yeah, I think you um should. next segment, what are you watching, reading, listening to? Um, this is the portion of the show where we just mentioned like a movie or a TV show. Like I know a lot of my followers be like, Oh, like Yo, you always put us on the shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, whether it's music, podcast, movie, reading a book, what is something that you've been interested in that you want to share with the listeners? The thing is, I'm a very avid reader. Right now, mm. I'm reading The Hunger okay. by Alma Katsu. Okay. And it's a psychological thriller. Nice. That takes place in 1847. Ooh, wow. Really it's, dated. 
insane. And you still can connect to it? Son, it's insane. Wow. It's about these people who are migrating from Chicago to LA. Okay. And there's like this dark spirit following them on the like, but like they don't know, like they don't know it's a spirit. Like it's it's fucking nuts. Wow. And like an Indian, like a Native American tribe tells them like, yo, there's like some darkness. It's a white, it's a white family. Yeah. So you know white people, they're not really like, like they'll Keen. believe in Jesus, yeah, but they don't really, yeah. they're not really spiritual. Because being religious and spiritual are two different things. Right. I'm, I'm not religious. I'm spiritual. Yeah. So this is a white family from Chicago that are they're religious. Devout Catholics, but they're not spiritual. Right. So something and they don't even yes. know what to call. And a what. tribe was like, "Yo, bro, like, wow, there's like there's like this ominous okay. force following you." And they like they're like, "Oh, whatever, fucking All crazy right. Indians, fuck you so guys." Check out that and book. it's some just crazy shit happening. Stephen King recommend like he wrote like he Stephen King wrote a little review on it. He's like deeply disturbing, great read. Wow. It's a fucking amazing So how do you book. handle books that are like deeply disturbing? Like do you? I don't read after nine. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's a crazy psychological thriller. It's fucking nuts. It's so good. Okay. I like it. Well, today instead of watching TV and mm-hmm. movies while I do hair, I went on Instagram and nice. asked for music suggestions. So I'm just going to share a few that people gave me. Mm-hmm. Um, Rotate Clockwise, Clockwise by Rock Sue. That was a good one. Hmm. I listened to some Young Thug. I've never listened to Young Thug really? like that. Really? But he was lit. <laughs> he was on the shade room talking about how he's the straightest man in the world. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, listen, you know, you have no nothing to prove but to the person that you're fucking with. That's, That's it. I be trying to tell people, why do we even talk about who's gay and who's not? <laughs> That's for you and whoever you fucking with. I don't give a fuck. Right. Um, Love Anderson, Pac, Six Black. Is that how you say his name? How you say his name? Oh, um... I- Six. I think it's black. I think black. it's black. Oh, yeah. but it's spelled with He's lit. He's from Atlanta too. Yeah, so He's her. Dope. And then also um Snow Allegra. She was giving me I don't know who that is. S N O H Allegra. She was giving me like Sade kind of vibe. Okay. So I listened to her and it was a vibe. So I just wanted to put that out there. I'm gonna recommend some dance hall for you. Oh, let's go. Yeah. All right. So I I'm a I'm a Vice Cartel fan. I have him tattooed right here. This is Vice Cartel. Wow. Yeah. You are a diehard. I I you know Die what? Hard, like Gaza. now that you know, now that um, you're gonna it's it's low battery on your phone. Oh, oh, but shit. now that um, Eva's gonna start following me back on Instagram. <laughs> maybe me and her could be friends and go out and and get lit and do some dancing. And we need to find something to soon. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm down. Can we can we try to be friends now? I don't no, know. For real, we could do that. Okay. We Cause cool. Because I, I didn't know. I was. I like, got rid of my sugar daddy. I need I saw another she one. Follow me. I didn't know. I was like, ah, oh, we got beef in the community. Nah, I didn't nah, do nah never no beef. Never no beef. Okay. Never no beef. All right. But we're gonna go ahead and and go find some Let's sugar go. daddy. And my sugar daddy wasn't even old he was only like 44 45 and um, i feel like i'm fun yes i have a good time yes okay there's certain places we can go dress up sit by the bar yes yes come to pick us up okay all right we I gonna need, hold even to it y'all watching i need a new sugar daddy yes <laughs> we gonna hold even to it we hanging out we friends um and did you want to introduce any more dance hall or are you oh yeah so vice cartel masica is <sighs> i mean like all right so him like i look up to him mm-hmm. it's nothing like sexual mm. But this is an artist called Masika. I want to fuck the dog shit out wow, of him. Okay. Passionate. Uh, oh my God. Ah. Mm. Uh, mm. But yeah, so his music is good. Okay. He's also very sexy. Okay. Um, Javalani, he's good. He's new. He's from okay. my city. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, look at those three. Yes. Those those three are really good. All right. See, listen, y'all. Why before nine? I'm gonna let y'all be it's gonna be insight from the beginning to the end. Right. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> now it's time for wine wisdom. I feel like we okay. a little lit. Clink, clink, clink. <laughs> Shout out to this Cabernet yes. Sauvignon on Trader Joe's, Trader three Joe's buck chuck. Word. Um good one. so 
at you know this is the end of the show you know hopefully you got you know some wine in your system to kind of like oh, give yeah. you anything you want to reflect on mm-hmm. leave the listeners with to think on something that maybe um has been keeping you motivated throughout the weeks and the days um share with the listeners some some insightful wine wisdom oh yeah i got something for them so it may sound gross but there's a reason for the story do your thing no disclaimers do your thing right. okay so after every meal, I use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I have to. Mm-hmm. And my cousin was like, "Oh, something's wrong with you. Like you, you shit too much. You, you, like you shit after every meal. That's not normal. Whatever, whatever." So I felt self conscious, and I went to the doctor. I'm like, "Something wrong with me? Like after every meal, I have to use the bathroom." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Actually, that's very healthy." He's like, "You're supposed to pass after every meal." Mm-hmm. He's like, actually, there's probably something wrong with your cousin, why she's doodling once a day right. or every other day or whatever. Right. So the moral of that story is sometimes people will make you feel like you're weird or you're doing something wrong when actually you're on God's path. Ooh. Bow. That's it. And that's the wine wisdom for you. That's the wine wisdom. I know it sounded crazy, but. Yeah. No, honestly, I really went to the doctor thinking something was wrong with Wrong with, with you. After every meal, I doodle. And look at that. And, and I, I, have an, I have an amazing colon. Yeah. Okay. And it keeps me slim. It keeps my skin clean. Yeah. All those toxins leave. And I thought something was wrong with me. But so a lot of times people may try to make you feel like you're bugging or you're crazy or you're weird. No, they just, they're not on the same path as you. Mm. And you on the right path. So don't let nobody make you feel insecure. Right. And then you, and and also you should be shitting after every meal. You should should be shitting more than once a day. I'm tired. (laughs) All right, y'all. Amina's advice is back. Cause I feel like the first couple of episodes that I had, I forgot that it was supposed to be Amina's advice and I was giving y'all wine wisdom. So today I'm back with Amina's advice. And I want to go ahead and stay in line with the fact that I've been doing a lot of in-home improvements, okay? I got a new shower head. I got a bidet in my bathroom. Nice. I got a new mattress. I'm looking at a new duvet cover. And what I'm trying to tell people from here on out is the things that you are married to, the things that you are stuck to, the things that you say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Let that go. Okay, because you need to introduce yourself and your life into some new things that are going to uplift you and uproot you into a new direction. Let me tell you, I get in the shower with my new shower head and I don't want to leave the shower. Is it the detachable one? Ooh, it's not a detachable okay. one, but the pressure is on 10. And when I tell you that I'm in there singing, <laughs> praising God for all his glory. And that's what you need in life. Stop being stuck to the old shower heads. Mm-hmm. Stop being stuck to the old mattresses. Stop being stuck to the old relationships. Even with friends, you know, I, you know, shout out to everybody who has come in my life and I'm in their life. I feel like I'm genuinely moving in the direction of having people in my life that I know is for me. You know, they not yes people, mm-hmm. but they challenge me in a way or they motivate me in ways that I can know that this is going to be for a lifetime. And so if you are shifting and, you know, nervous and a little unset, unsettled about anything in your life, that means you need to let it go. Mm -hmm. And so that's Amina's advice. Go out, get you a new shower head, get you a new mattress. Let me tell you, it's memory foam. It is amazing. (laughs) Get you a new nigga. No, I'm telling because people, and they think it's a joke because I I do comedy. So they're like, ah, she playing. But I'm telling you, I was with a wax lady for five years. Mm -hmm. I had the same wax lady from the time I was pregnant to my son is the age of five. Wow. The only time I went to another wax lady is because she was out of town for three months and I was like, I got shit to do. Long time. I gotta, I gotta, 
gotta, you I gotta can't, like I can't be playing. So I went mm-hmm. to another lady and she was amazing. Cold compress, mm-hmm. tweezing. The way she even laid the wax on me was professional. <laughs> and I said, you mean to tell me for five years I've been missing out on this opportunity because yeah. I was loyal to my wax lady? Sometimes loyalty have you fucked up out here. See, you did the NBA story. I could have been, girl, I would have been up. I would have been a baby mother. I would have invested with wife. advice, keep it moving. <laughs> All right, it's time for us to sign off, y'all. Oh, this listen. episode was amazing. Wait, follow me on the gram. No, 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 no. That's what I'm about to okay. say. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she thought I was just going to sign off and be like, bye. No, no, no. This is our time to sign off. <laughs> I want you to plug anything. Let people know what's coming up um, in your life. This episode is going to be posted next week. Um, so let the people know where they can find you, where yes. they can follow you, how they can stay involved. Um, and yeah. Cool. All right, y'all. So I am on Instagram and Twitter at Eva Evans Comedy. At E-V-A, E-V-A-N-S Comedy. Uh, EvaEvansComedy.com is my website. And yeah, that's it. All right. Thank you. Do you have any shows coming up? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, well, I don't, this is probably coming out. So, it's coming out next week. Okay. All right. So, um, September 20th, I have Mascara and Spliffs. Yes. In, uh, in Bedside, Brooklyn, at the Brooklyn House of Comedy. Yes. September okay. 20th, that's a Friday. Yes. And then, I mean, I have some other stuff going on, but that's but my But you shit. keep everything posted up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for okay, sure. Okay, cool. For sure. All right. Y'all already know where y'all can find me. Amini, Money, everything, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, I also have an email list if you go on those uh, plugs and find that out too. And on my website, I'm looking to update it soon, y'all, because I might be changing my hair. Mm. So, com. but I'm going to be in Idaho. I'm about to be in LA, and I'm going to take this podcast with me to both those places mm-hmm. um and miami i'm gonna be in miami soon so turn up thank y'all for listening to wine before nine um and i'll see y'all next episode bye